92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code yhtfd 0 rga 0 Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornesters beat Miami. It is history, 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. It's the drive with AD and Raph. It's Monday. It's Illini week. Dude, Nebraska, it's another a, shot, baby. Yes, it's going to be a I'm, – I'm, this game right here, Illinois has got a good defense, man. They got a good defense. They got that uh, – I was talking to Sip and Jake this morning, the spillover. That defensive end they got is a freshman. I'm trying to figure out his name again. Um – Oh, what was that cat's name? I got to look it up here. Um, it's coming up here. Let's see. Jockus. Jockus is his last name. He's, he's Gabe Jockus. He's a true freshman. Uh, he's got four sacks on the season so far. Um, and he's tied with uh, Indiana's uh, Desan Makula um, uh, for the most sacks among true freshmen. The dude is he's an athletics midseason freshman All-American team. Uh, but he's a beast, man. He is a beast as a freshman. So that's somewhat – and that concerns me with our offensive line. You know, big time. It concerns me. They have got to, put, they've got to make sure they know where Gabe uh, Jockas is at at all times, where he's coming from, what he's doing. Uh, he's a former three-star recruit. He's also a state champion wrestler uh, from Fort Pierce, Florida. Um, he's just, he's just going to be nasty, man. You know, this game's this game obviously the rest of the games we have concerned me. Put it that way, you know. And we have to. We got Illinois, then obviously we got sheesh, we got Michigan next week. Yeah. Yeah, at Michigan. So one one week at a time, but we got Minnesota this week, which is going to I mean I'm sorry, um uh, Illinois this week. You know You know what? I think we have Michigan maybe in two it's weeks. In two weeks? Yeah, it's we got Illinois, Minnesota, Minnesota, it's, it's Minnesota, Illinois Minnesota at home, then at, at Michigan. Michigan. Yep. yep, then at Michigan. 
So yeah, those those games, them, those games concern me, man. This one really does concern me uh, because Wilma's going to have those guys ready to ball out, man. He's going to have them ready to ball out. What's your thoughts on it, fellas? We're going to win. Dude, I, we got to break the curse, Raph. Maybe I, that outfit yeah. you wore last week can help us break the curse, man. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna be back at Tipsatinas, and we we usually have a good time, you know, pregame. Let's hope we can have a have a good time during the game. Um, yes. When we when we look at, I mean, obviously the biggest name, and and listeners will hear this name a lot throughout the week. It's going to be Chase Brown, right? Um, yep. On the year, 192 carries, 1,059 yards, and four touchdowns. Chase and, Brown is dangerous. Yeah, bro. he's the he's the leading rusher in FBS. Um, actually, he might not be after this week. He he since they had a bye this week, he they might not be. Um, but then Tommy DeVito has had a pretty serviceable year. Like where it's he, once again Tommy DeVito. When you have a, a consistent running back and a strong offensive line, and you're not asked to do a whole lot, you don't have to press. You don't have to take chances. You don't have to take risks. And that's what Tommy DeVito has. Uh, the Syracuse transfer. Has fourteen hundred passing yards, ten touchdown passes, and two interceptions on the year. Uh, but just to kind of put things into perspective, so like I said, Chase Brown, one thousand fifty nine yards. Anthony Grant Rico. has six hundred eighty two. Number one, he is still number one. So Who's Chase that? Brown is still number one in FBS in rushing yards. How many yards do you average in a game? Throughout seven would be. Hold on, we can we can do this perfectly. Because he's been he's been balling out, man. He's been she's we got a 151.3 yards per game. 151 a game he's averaging. We're going to have to tighten. Well, the good thing about a game like this, let the run. Yeah, the run. you know, you know they're going to run the pill. They're going to run the pill. Um our defensive line is definitely going to have to tighten things up and say and play gap integrity uh, gap integrity football and they have to play let discipline because a guy th- here's more than that. You must wrap up. Yeah, initial. Yep. You mu- like exactly. The initial tackle is going to be crucial. Absolutely, it you must be. wrap up. Because even that little that little back from Purdue, what was his name, man? Number number forty five. Maccabee. Maccabee. Yeah, Maccabee. Maccabee killed us with yaks yards after. I was talking, you got to get them yak yards yards after contact. Maccabee yeah, yeah. had. I, I'd be interested in how many yards he had after contact against us. Well, like, I mean, I, t- I said this after the Purdue game. It, it was the most frustrating thing when Nebraska would have one guy get, getting back there one to pre- protect, uh, you know, a, fl- a pass out in the flat or whatever. They would make contact with him, be two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. He'd easily break the arm tackle, and not wrap up, not wrap up. Then you'd you'd have him break another tackle four yards past the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and then you'd finally get two or three guys to take him down. After an eight-yard gain, right, and you're right. pounding your fist, going, "Why is it an eight-yard gain when you had an opportunity to take him down? Not only two yeah. yards behind the line of scrimmage, but also just four yards right. after the line of scrimmage. Yeah, right. Like you had these opportunities. Unfortunately, you just can't make number one the initial tackle, or you don't have enough bodies in the area right. quick yeah. enough to where they where you can wrap up or kind of gang tackle them. And you know that is something we it has been. That's been that's been systemic on our our defense. Mm-hmm. You know that has been one of the biggest things is just not wrapping. They're there many times. They are there, but don't make the tackles. They don't wrap up, and so really really negates you being there if you don't make the tackle. You're just there early yep. to miss a tackle. So we got to get guys to uh, to definitely to uh, to, uh, to button down on that part. Angry for no reasons. Angry for no reason says the reality is if Nebraska beats Illinois. Mick will be the next head coach. Is that type of game that shows he has the toughness to win the Big Ten? Uh, it'd be nice to have it named. Sooner rather than later, yeah. you know. And think about this, guys. It's getting crunch time. This game is. This game is. When you say must win games, this is one that could be a signature win. You get. You get. You take care of business. It could be a signature win. Obviously, you th- put it this way: you beat any of these guys we got left on the schedule. You know, 
with the Knicks, I, I just want to beat Iowa for the sake that I, I want to beat Iowa. We know that reason already. But any of these games right here could be big in that conversation uh, of Mickey uh, be, uh, uh, stripping the title of interim becoming head coach. But all those things are unknown right now, man. They're unknown. Let's go and bring. And they're all win- they're all winnable. I mean, maybe Michigan. I don't know, Michigan. Maybe yeah. maybe not. But but Illinois. I mean, it's just a matter. Like, I come into the week. My thought process is okay. They run the ball right. Flood the run. Take our chances on the outside. If they're going to beat us, make them beat us throwing the ball. You know, mm-hmm. that's make them one dimensional. Well, so in that situation, before Rico jumps in here, they have a guy Isaiah Williams who is the. They're, he's not their leading receiver. I think he's their second leading receiver um, on the team. He has he has seven hundred and thirty seven yards or seven hundred and some seven hundred some receiving yards on the season. I want to say uh, or three hundred three hundred some receiving yards on the season. My bad. And um, anyway, he he's a guy that that used to be a quarterback, and now it, they transitioned him at Illinois to a that wide receiver running back kind of hybrid guy that they can put in the backfield, put in motion. Think about Xavier Betts type of playmaker. That's that's Isaiah Williams in my eyes. Tommy Thrill Hill, baby. Yeah. You know, um, we got uh I'm looking at the stats right now, and they're a weird team. Who's that? Illinois. Yeah, they are. They are. You want to talk about everybody wants to talk about a workhorse back from Nebraska. Illinois got that workhorse back. Chase Brown has 192 carries. Next closest, 31. Yeah. Uh he has a 1,059 yards. As a team, they have 1,393. How many touchdowns do you think he has on the season? Brown? Yeah. I have no idea. Four. Yeah, he's only got four. Oh, really? man. Yeah. He only has four touchdowns. Tommy but DeVito has but 10. averaging 151 yards a game, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, receiving-wise, you were right. Isaiah Williams leads the team in receptions, but he's second in yards. Second in yards, thank you. He has 47 receptions for 346 and two touchdowns. Their leading receiver is Pat Bryant, who has 25 receptions for 371 and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um Again, they don't they don't throw the ball all that much. Tommy DeVito, uh, 196 attempts, 1,415 yards, 10 touchdowns, only two interceptions, and get this, only been sacked 11 times. Hmm. He only has 196 attempts, only been sacked 11 times this entire year. It's, yep. So now, now I will say, like we talk about, they don't course, pass much. I, no. I will say, like but we they talk, block well. Yeah, they block well, downfield, everything, yes. perimeter as well. Now, we, we talk about workhorse running back. You said Chase Brown is like 192. And, 192 and carries. Next carry, next and second is 31. So here's the thing, though. I will say Nebraska this season, Anthony Grant, I believe, has 156. And their next one has like 33. Hmm. So they Nebraska's kind of not, not adopted that necessarily. They haven't ran nearly to the amount of success that Illinois has. Mm-hmm. But in, in terms of the workhorse back thing, Nebraska's done a decent job of, of sticking with one guy, I suppose. And, and part of that has probably hurt that A.J. Allen's gotten hurt and been yeah. out for the year. Because yep. we were trending towards that we were trending towards that, that feeling of throw either one of them in there and they're going to do just fine. Yeah. But now it's kind of Anthony Grant or a bigger drop-off of, of Gabe Irvin or whoever it may be. It's Anthony Grant or bust. Yeah. 4407 so. texted in and says, there was a private plane from Lawrence, Kansas. To Lincoln earlier this morning, got any updates? I got no updates. One it's, thing I'll tell you this. Flight speak tracker on, season. Don't speak on the rumors. Yeah, one thing I will say about this, and all you listeners, most of you, I'm sure most of you know this, there is no active head coach that could hop on a private plane right now. You just can't. You just can't. You just can't do it. You know. Now, coaches, uh, agents can talk to ads, but an active coach. 
I mean, you start to mess around with tampering when you have things like that. No active coach is going to be hopping think, on an airplane. Think, think back but, to but, well, that's why they hired the third party search firm. I will say is yep. that they because there's a lot of legality but, things and stuff, and and they that's why they hired the search firm so that Trev Alberts just has to go and say, I want to talk to this guy. Get me in touch with them, and the party the the firm will will work out all the legal issues, all the contractional stuff. Um, and I will also say, I mean, think back to when Bill Moose met with Scott Frost in, in that Philly bar, right? It, he didn't meet with Scott Frost. He, he Matt Davison, and, and, and Frost's agent mm-hmm. met in Philly at that bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what kind of happened. Would you happened. call like Nebraska? Guys, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Raf. Oh, no, I was just say, guys, I can comment on the Lawrence rumors. Oh, here we go. Kansas got beat by Baylor this weekend, so there would be no playing out of Lawrence because what I've noticed with a lot of Nebraska fans is whoever wins their games the prior weekend, like the mention, like, oh, or Oregon, Oregon, UCLA, you know, Oregon won. And then uh, it's all of a sudden like, well, what about him? And then, so I, I laugh. It's entertaining. Yeah, there's there's a lot on social media right now with regards to planes landing here and planes landing there, and <laughs> it's yeah. flight tracker season. Yeah, those flight. Tra- <laughs> hey, do we know? So somebody says it was Adrian Martinez helping Nebraska learn how to not turn over the ball. Um, <laughs> that's what Rich said. Do we know how many times Adrian's been sacked this season? Like, eight. I have no idea. Six. That's it. Six now times. he he didn't play a whole lot in that TCU game. He only, played he the only first threw, drive. Yeah, he only threw for two yards. He played the or first drive. Times. He had a 19 yard run, uh, an incompletion, and a completion. They punted the ball, and then he was out the rest of the game. They said it was well. They didn't know what was going on because they didn't have a sideline reporter for some reason in yeah, that they game. Didn't have a huh. reporter. Um, it was very but, weird. But reading through the tea leaves of Twitter and Kansas State writers, he has a nagging leg injury from the Iowa State game. Yeah, he's been so, sacked six times this season. Hmm. Six times. That's this guy in, in seven games. And no interceptions. And no interceptions. And no fumbles lost. He has fumbled a couple times, but none lost. But the Heisman talk probably died down a little bit. Well, yeah, he did. Well, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough when you're five and two to, I mean, get a Heisman. And, and when you're not, I mean, he's not like, that's one thing that I, I think it gets. The point of this all is he's not having to do a whole lot. Like he, he's he's able to. We saw it in the Oklahoma game where he's able to kind of take over, mm-hmm. but he's not having to run for 150 yards, pass for 200 <coughs> every single time out. He doesn't have to be the guy because he has the guy behind him in Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, but I, what I was going to say is, do you fancy Nebraska a running or a passing team? More, more so. Passing, passing. Okay, that's that's kind of what I thought. Uh, Casey Thompson has four less completions. This season, than Tommy DeVito for uh, 400 more yards wow. and only one more touchdown and six more interceptions. So wow. a lot, a lot more bigger, just bigger plays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Craig says most probable scenario is lose all remaining games. Don't like it, but if Huskers win two more, two more, I'll be shocked. I'll bet Vegas has them uh, as underdogs. All remaining games, they probably, I'm sure they have Nebraska as underdogs. You know, all the remaining remaining games they have. Iowa might be interesting. If you want to, so I don't want to sound rude or, or, you know, that I don't believe in Nebraska and Mickey Joseph, but if you want to kind of sit here and do some hard thinking and try to keep your fanhood out of it, Wisconsin and Iowa are probably your most winnable games left on the schedule, depending on how Minnesota's quarterback situation looks. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I, I, I'm looking at 
even the – granted, we lost two weeks ago to Purdue. We lost the game. There is no moral victories nope. or anything like that. You lost. Mm-hmm. However, what I do see in this team since Mickey taken over, which I think everybody else has seen too, you've seen a change in attitude amongst the players. You've seen a, a change as far as their sense of urgency, how they play. Uh, and I think that Oklahoma game obviously was a uh, – you know, that was an outlier. That was just one of those things. But in four days, those kids that had a coach fired, uh, you had just lost to um, – uh, to Georgia Southern, you dealing with a different. Uh, then the next day you're dealing with a different. De- next week you're dealing with a defensive coordinator. All of those changes since that OU game, you know they've they've looked different on the field. They've played different. They look different. They've executed different. However, there's still some things that are the same in the missed tackle we were talked about. Those things got to be fixed, you know. Yeah. But I tell you what, Mickey is and his team, his staff has done a heck of a job, man, at getting the attitude of the teams changed. That's why I just feel optimistic about the rest of the season, man. Doesn't mean you know, doesn't mean and it's still pissed off about Purdue because we should have won that game. That's yeah. the bottom line. Especially how especially that. how bad Purdue played against Wisconsin. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But here, here's this guy's. Uh oh. All right. Breaking news. Breaking news. So this comes from uh Scott Doctorman at the Athletic. Now, nothing, nothing huge, nothing crazy. Um, the Big Ten Conference to keep divisions in 2023 before configuring when USC and UCLA arrive in 2024. Um, so they also, the league will also plan to introduce the 2023 conference schedule this week. Mm. So we will, we will, we will be able to find out Nebraska's conference opponents next year. The crossovers. Um, so Ohio State, Michigan. There's a chance. <laughs> got to get that one more time before the pods start, right? There's there's a chance. Got got to throw them under the fire one more time. So the so once again, like I said, the Big Ten. This is exactly from the the uh, the athletic verbatim. The Big Ten is planning to run it back one more time with the East West divisions, then make a new model when USC and UCLA arrive in 2024. Uh, multiple Big Ten sources confirmed the athletic on Monday. The league also plans to introduce the 2023 schedule this week. There was strong consideration to revamp from geographic divisions to a single conference entity in 2023, but there were too many issues to implement first as quick as next season. So they were expect they were going to be no pods. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be one giant thing, and the top two teams go to the Big Ten title game. I would say I don't hate that, but I hate that because you're not playing everybody. Exactly. Well, here's what I like the way that the Big 12 does it now because you don't have enough teams to do it. So you, everybody plays everybody. Mm-hmm. Then you take the top two, and it'll be a rematch, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. you take your top two opponents. Everybody's played everybody, and that's how you decide. Mm-hmm. So here is why they did not. Um, they want. They were thinking about making a new model, obviously, for, for 2023. They did not want to change the model in consecutive years. That so, they, makes sense. Th- so it makes sense. Keep yep. it the same as it is right now, and then in 2024, unleash a, br- a brand new model, and, and we're off and running. So, well, you look at you bring it back to, uh, to uh, that is breaking news. First of all, then that's a that's going to be <laughs> that is we wouldn't have played the music if it yeah. wasn't breaking news. <laughs> exactly. You know, Jeff from uh, Farrell's, my, my, my guy Jeff, and then uh, T Farley says that's not breaking news. <laughs> Thank you, T Farley. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Jeff, black shirt it is. Uh, Jeff from uh, Farrell's, our guy, he says, why is everyone making Illinois out to be like the Georgia defense? They have played four of the five worst Big Ten offenses, probably the most overrated and receiving team in the country. And, Jeff, that may be true, uh, but they're also one of the top categories in total defense where they rank number two nationally. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, to your point, though, Jeff, the people they played against weren't exactly, you know, 
anybody to uh, to, uh, to make you go crazy. Now, but in here's- stop rate, which is one of the more, you know, if you look at that for defense, that's probably the most realistic. They're still top ten. Yeah. Here's here's what's crazy, and here's what's I'm, I'm going to blow your guys' mind by this. Their one loss, Indiana. Second we game know, of the season. Which blows me away. Which, so. And we should have beat Indiana by 28. Yeah. So. It's the drive. I love it. AD and Raph. Nick was with us always. I was always every morning as well. 93.7 Tick. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023, subject to change. This is a 30-second stereo radio for trade school in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.